Hey, everybody. Sandra Dada here with some show notes for today's episode. We have a special interview lined up for you all with Rose Lavelle. Just want to make a note that this interview did occur prior to the official Olympic roster dropping for the United States women's national team. Uh, so there will be some dated or phrasing within some of this interview, but still absolutely relevant as we take a dive with Rose Lavelle. Uh, about some Olympic themed questions. We chat a little bit about U.S. Women's National Team, her preparation for the Olympics. And of course, we had to ask her all kinds of great stuff about the actual Olympic Games, the sports and the athletes that she's going to be taking a look at. So take a dive in and enjoy. Joining us now on Attacking Third is O.L. Reign, U.S. Women's National Team star and World Cup champion Rose Lavelle. Rose, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. You've partnered with Icy Hot and Shaquille O'Neal. You're talking about pain management as a former athlete. I understand pain management a lot. I've used Icy Hot in my time. Um, In this partnership, what are you most excited about? Um, Yeah, I've been saying I think it's like cool because I think Icy Hot has like honestly been something that has like been with me my whole playing career. Like even through high school, I feel like it's the one thing that I would kind of use to help like ease some, some pain relief. You know, you have like the icy sensation to dull the pain and then the heat sensation to kind of relax it away. And, um, I've been like using it for so long. So it's so cool to like, now I get to work with a brand and that has like kind of been like pretty influential in my career and like, um, yeah. And so it's, it's been fun. And then I think also getting the opportunity to like work with um like that young female athlete group and like be able to reach that kind of kind of group more with this partnership was was something that was really exciting um I don't know I don't know if you guys were in the zoom but um I was saying that girls drop out of sports at twice the rate of boys starting at age 14 and um so I think with this partnership we're hoping to like reach that audience and hopefully motivate them to stay in sport by, you know, teaching them how to take care of their body and manage their pain. And hopefully in doing that, they'll enjoy the game even more and keep playing. And, um, yeah, so I think those two things, just like icy hot being with me kind of throughout my career, and then the opportunity to, um, connect with, with younger athletes and motivate them to stay in the game was something that really stuck out to me and has made me like really happy and excited to, to join the icy hot team. We said it on the Zoom. We said it on um, the second one you, where you had the opportunity to surprise uh, Girls Leading Girls. And it's a non-for-profit organization that trains young women in, in leadership, confidence, and life skills through soccer. And um, we we were watching it, and Lisa and I were texting each other a bit through it, and we were just like, this is awesome. This is, like, so adorable. We were, like, reacting to it amongst each other while you were engaging, uh, you know, with, with this panel of, of, of young girls. And you've touched on it a little bit already about working directly with Icy Hot and being able to get these opportunities uh, to connect with these, with these young ladies. Uh, but what was it like maybe specifically working with, with that group, with, with girls leading girls? And um, what, was, what were some of the points where that you enjoyed uh, discussing with them? Yeah, it, it was so fun. Like I said, I think it's like, I like really love talking to like that, like kind of younger group. I think that age is like so impressionable. And I think I know that 
when I was their age, I had like such incredible role models to look up to. So um, I hope that I could be that for them. I think out of that conversation, I was like so amazed because everything that they were saying was like resonating with me so much. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am still like going through that. And I just think it was like cool to be able to like connect with them and relate with them in that way. And like, kind of like show them like your problems are also my problems and we're in this together and we're like, we can like raise each other up. And um, so, yeah, I like, I like really enjoyed that. I feel like it was cool to kind of have it be more of like a discussion and not just like answering their questions, but them answering mine. I, I had so much fun. I think it was like such a cool opportunity. Yeah, the dialogue between the girls and you was so sincere and they were just so happy to be there. You mentioned you had young mentors uh, when you were a, a young soccer player and you still do now growing up. But looking back on your younger days, you know, who motivated you? Who encouraged you to keep playing soccer now that these little girls are looking up to you when you look back? Who was that for you? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, one, my sister, my older sister, I feel like growing up, I always just like copied her and um, she had started playing soccer. And so I started playing soccer. She wore pink cleats. So I wore pink cleats. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like she honestly, like I, I was like so motivated to like kind of follow her. And then, um, I also think just, I, I literally say this sentence, like, I feel like every interview, but I was like so obsessed with the national team growing up. And I was obsessed with Mia Hamm and Christine Lilly and Julie Foudy and all of them. Um, so yeah, I, they were like my role models. And I always like, now I always like look back and think of like my nine-year-old self and what she would think if she like knew where 26-year-old Rose was now. And like now like Mia Hamm and Christy Milley and Julie Foudy, like watch her games and like know her name. And she just would be so pumped. I mean, I'm pumped, but she'd I be love pumped. that. I love that for you. I love whenever there's those moments where you can connect with um with like the inner child in you and you're just like, yeah, I think that I think that 9-year-old me will be pretty pumped for grown for grown adult version of me for sure. Um but it's different. It's different being sort of um you know in the present and on the other side of those things. You're you're the one being a mentor. You know, you're doing the motivating. You're discussing to those you know, you're discussing these to those young female athletes and, and you're the one kind of giving them confidence. So how has it been like for you to sort of experience that? What's it like to be on the other side of the motivation, being the mentor versus the mentee? Yeah, it's like crazy because I, I had always wanted to be on the national team. Like that was like my like what I always had envisioned for myself growing up, like since I was in third grade. Um, but I don't think I had ever like come to the realization that what would come with that was like I would then be the role model to the girls the same way that like Mia and Christine and Julie were for me. Um, so it's like cool that it's now like kind of come full circle and I'm able to like give back to the sport in the same way that it's given to me. Um, but at the same time, I don't feel like it's like really like fully hit me. Um, I don't know if it ever will. Maybe when I'm like done playing, I'll look back and be like, that is like so cool and wild that that was the case, but, um, yeah. And looking back, even when we were younger, I played soccer growing up and I looked up to the 99ers just like you, um, they were the best, the Queens, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and how the chain, the game 
the women's game really has changed since then. I mean, there's so much more exposure. There's so many more brand partnerships and the NWSL and the women's professional soccer league in the NWSL is a huge, huge part of that. Um, how important is it for those young athletes that you spoke with earlier today to see women like yourself and your national team teammates competing in sports at this highest level, showing that it's possible and, and you can have the dream as a little girl and make it a reality? Yeah, I think like, like I said, I know how important it was for me to have those role models to look up to. And I think it's like, such a cool time in women's sports, because I think you're like starting to see more investment and like, you're starting to see that there is the value and there is the interest. And, um, I think in like this social media world that people are able to like connect with their role models a little more and see what they're doing day to day. And in that way, like just see themselves in that person a little more than I feel like maybe in the past when you didn't have that kind of like day-to-day interaction. Um, so yeah, I think it's, uh, I forgot the question, but (laughs) (laughs) that's it. That's it. Yeah. You answered it. You didn't forget it. You answered (laughs) it just fine. But I mean, we can, um, stay on this while transitioning a little bit, you know, segueing this, this topic of conversation into like some soccer things. There was really good moments throughout, um, that virtual zoom with them where you were really connecting and really kind of let your ha- hair down with them and were honest with them uh, because they were sharing. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Hair flip. With it. Uh, they were, they were sharing some moments. It's crazy because they're very, very young, uh, athletes and they were sharing moments of adversity themselves that they've already been going through. And you were, uh, really honest with them and sharing, you know, maybe some moments that you struggled with, um, as well. So you, there was a moment there where you spoke specifically, about, you know, having to make the decision to go overseas and playing in WSL. Um, So just for the soccer aspect of things, you know, what were things like, you know, having to go through that decision making and then getting into WSL, playing with Manchester City, and maybe some of the challenges uh, that you were faced with uh, during during your time there? Yeah, I think um, I just wanted to go and like push myself out of my comfort zone. I felt like I kind of was like, in a bit of a rut mentally. And I felt like if I just like, I just needed kind of a change of environment and something that was like, going to like really push me to help me kind of get over that, that hump. And, um, it felt like the right time. Um, it still was a difficult decision. I, I loved playing with the spirit. And, um, so it was, it was hard to kind of leave and not really know what my future would look like with them, but I was still excited to go and experience, um, the WSL. And, um, I think it was like such an amazing experience that the team and the girls were like incredible. Um, it was like, it did exactly what I had wanted it to even more so than I thought it would. Um, it, it was like a challenging environment every single day. There's like, they're so technical and such incredible players. So I feel like I was constantly being pushed and learning from them. And, um, obviously I like, it was challenging not playing, but I think that that experience also, I grew so much from, um, I feel like I like kind of had like to dig down deep and find confidence in myself. And, um, you know, I got experience coming off the bench. I got experience in a couple different positions and, um, I think it was like, great. I honestly think it's like kind of the best thing that I've, I've done for my career because of how much I've like, I learned in that environment and how much I grew. Yeah, for sure. And you still had to make some adjustments. I mean, you eventually had to come back. You came back from England and you found yourself 
playing with Oil Rain. You got a couple games um, with them before an international window here. Um, what was the adjustment like kind of coming back from England and settling back into the United States with with a with a new club? Yeah, um, I was I was excited to come back to Rain and be able to kind of build on what I had um, done over at Man City and like how much I had grown. I, I was excited to be able to come back and kind of like build on that confidence. And um, I think obviously the end cell is like so transitional and fast paced. So I think that like my first game back I was like, Oof, okay, yeah. I got to run. And um, but it was it was so fun. I think it's every like new experience is like a different challenge, but it just like makes it that much that much more fun. I, I like, I don't know. I've so far so good is what that's all I have, I guess. It's a few games with OL rain and then international break. And, and now you're with the women's national team playing in this summer series. Um, and it's giving you guys and, and the team a chance to really mimic Olympic play with the short turnaround of games and, and really like how, how is that going? It's, it's quick to play back-to-back games in just a few days time. Um, so how's the team feeling and getting set ahead of Tokyo? Yeah. I mean, I think that this like summer series was such a good kind of like tune up and preview of what, Mm -hmm. um, we could potentially face in the Olympics. Um, if I go, I I, like always have to like add that in knock on wood. Um, good good vibes only good vibes only. only. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it was quick turnarounds in the games. We were in a really hot, humid environment. Um, So I feel like we did kind of get a little preview of what what to potentially expect over there. And I think it was like such a good experience and something that's like really going to help us leading into that tournament. You know, we um we we covered the summer series for for CBS Sports and along with um all all the games, but there was a particularly really fun competitive game between you guys, United States and Nigeria. Um, lots of good competition throughout. They presented some challenges to you guys that you worked out in, in the end. But something that stood out to me because I was like super into it. I was like, gosh, I'm like, this is a real kick clash. And I love a good kick clash. So I, I thought I was like, you know, we got to ask, what do you think of the new uh, U.S. kits? Uh, yeah, I know. I think I feel like the way jerseys always like grow on me. I'll first see them and I'll be like, hmm. And then I like see us out of them for the first time. And I'm like, oh yeah, they look cool. Um, so yeah, I like them. I think they like really pop out on the field and um, yeah, I'm, I am, I'm a fan. I don't know. What did you think? I thought they were cool. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you in like my tie dye stuff right now. So like, <laughs> I'm always a fan of like, I'm more in the camp of like, I'd rather there be more to look at than nothing at all. So okay. um, I was, I was pleased. I was pleased with, uh, with both like what you guys were rocking in Nigeria too. They always got really, really great kits. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yes, this is like beautiful for, for my eyes. But um, in terms of like staying with, with kits, staying with jerseys for a little bit, is there maybe like um, in an older kit or a certain retro Jersey that like you possibly wish could make a comeback, like maybe one that you didn't get a chance to wear, but you'd love to try to wear it out on the pitch. Oh, I think they used to have a light blue one. Did I make that up? Yes. There was a light blue one. There was. Yeah, I would beautiful. love that. And then they used to have a gold one too, which is like a little bold, but I think that those two would be, would be cool. I don't know if I could like 
pull off the gold, but I know, <laughs> I know someone could. Well, you want a shot. You want a if shot. If the wear. gold is bold, then what are these kits now with like the aztec designs? I mean, I love them. The pattern, yeah. the the blue and red, it's bold. I like it. If, uh, if you could possibly get a shot to design a kit, like, what do you think it could look like? What are some like Roosevelt elements you would possibly throw behind a U.S. kit design? I honestly, I really do like the light blue, um, those like light blue jerseys. So I would like love to, to experiment with that. Um, I, I would know. love, I would love to see a light, a Rose Lavelle light blue kit with like just Wilma and like a crown of thorns. Like it would just be great. Ooh. That would just be perfect. U.S. needs to just go out. <laughs> she can be the u.s mascot <laughs> taking a look at the olympics and and tokyo uh i mean you you mentioned the teams playing before growing up and how you looked at them in preparing and competing for a spot on that olympic roster right now are there any specific u.s women's national team memories when you look back growing up that you watched um or something that you're really looking forward to it if you get to go to tokyo um, well, I remember when they lost to Germany, I think it was 2003. Sounds right. And I think they lost, did they lose like three to zero? It was tough. It was, it was tough. a bad one. It was a tough one. I know. I like that. This is one of your favorite yeah, memories. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like my most like traumatic memory. Of them. Yeah. This is the um, first one you think of. <laughs> well, it's my earliest one. Um, yeah, okay. I was devastated and I went on the, my, the top of my bunk bed and I cried after and (laughs) and my mom came up and like checked on me and was like, how are you doing? And I was like, I just want to be left alone. And I was terribly, (laughs) I'm doing terribly. Yeah. I'm being so dramatic. And that was, I think I I was like, must've been eight at the time. Um, there was another time my mom actually pulled me out of school for like, she pulled me out of school early because one of their games like might've started at like 2 PM. It was a cool mom moment. Yeah, that's a good parenting. I know. Cool it's really good parenting. Moment. And then the, was it the Olympics or the World Cup when Abby scored in overtime versus Brazil? That was, that was a, I think that was a World Cup uh, quarterfinal actually. Oh, but that's huge. I Yeah, that was huge. I sometimes I I just pull that video up on YouTube and watch it because it just gets me so amped. But oh, I remember yeah. we were at, um, I was at ODP camp. Do you guys remember ODP? Oh, Yeah. 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 I was at ODP camp and we were all watching it and it was just like the whole like lit- like yeah. 400 girls watching it and it was just like so fun because the whole place was like going crazy. I was like literally jumping on everybody, tackling them to the ground. It was so <laughs> excited. It was That's, so fun. No, that is a clutch moment. Yeah, 2011 World Cup was like a ride for okay. sure. There were so many like moments like that like overtime moments and uh as the knockout rounds yeah kicked in um but like in terms of like still sort of staying on this like a like global events and olympic kick specifically um like besides soccer because that's what you play what maybe like what sports or event or like olympic type events are ones that you might watch whether it's like a diving swimming tennis what are some summer uh, olympic events that you're into um okay i love the gymnastics love Simone Biles. so pumped about that um, the swimming, that's always like really intense and fun tennis. I love the tennis, love the yeah. tennis, um, everything. Like I Those don't are also, they're also, yeah, 
No, the I, summer Olympics are are so good. Like, I don't want to be disrespectful to the Winter Olympics. Those are just as competitive and tough. But like, there's just something about some of these uh, events that like you you I'm get sucked a, into. I know. I'm such like a sports junkie. I just like literally love watching any sports that are on. So like the Olympics is just like my jam because I can just sit on the couch and like there's always something on. Yes, so all day long. Or archery I will watch it I love it any time of day you can flip on the tv and there's going to be something that'll draw you in um so Rose if you weren't playing soccer and you were going to the Olympics what sport what event would you be competing in oh I mean I played basketball growing up but honestly love like I love the gymnastics yes do the gymnastics you want to, you want to stick that landing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> do you know what event in gymnastics, like you would love to do? Like, Cause there's the beam, the floor routine, the vaults. Um, all of them. Yes. All of them. <laughs> you would want to go for that all around. Going for the all around title. And energy. Uh, I'm into it. Let's maybe like expand it a little bit to like your teammates. Let's say, let's say like you guys were competing in like, um, like one of the track meets where it's like, a, you know, like you got to have the four with the baton passing. Like who are it's you and three other of your U.S. women's national teammates. Who, who are you selecting to, to run that that track with you based on speed or based on energy? you're trying to win? Rose, this is the Olympics. Woo. OK, well, then give me Lynn, give me Midge. Yep. And give me press. All right. Nice. Okay. Well, I will take myself out of it. They can do it. <laughs> you'll, <laughs> so be coach- <laughs> you'll be coaching on the sidelines. Yeah, has yeah. it, but- She'll keep going around. So what if it wasn't a speed? Okay. Well, the like gold? Competitiveness. Then yeah. I would pick Kelly and Sonnet because they're just like psychos. Um, yeah. Yeah. I pick Sam. Sam's like, a, like an underrated psycho too. Um, underrated psycho yeah. in, in the best way possible I love this I, I hope we get um I hope we're able to, to chat with some of your other teammates and I would love to hear <laughs> what they got to say to some of these questions and to uh it's awesome but um segueing out of Olympics a little bit maybe centering in on on, on club play because uh, NWSL is uh, in full swing with the regular season and and we're so hyped at CBS partnering with the league to, to broadcast all the games um but you you recently made your your debut with oil range shortly before uh summer series and it really looks like the team is sort of kind of setting themselves up for a long run in the regular season here. I was really impressed by how they're sort of putting together the team, bringing you back into the fold, adding Alana Cook, signing somebody like Jimena Lopez, and then adding other big names on like these kind of short-term loans like Jennifer Marlin and Sarah Buadi. So what has sort of um, the energy been like with with you and your teammates uh, since since joining the club? Yeah, um, I think it's like so exciting. Obviously, I was I was excited to go back, and then I had heard all of these other players that were were coming, and I feel like there was already such a good group of players. So then to add that talent on top of the talent that um, the team already had was like so exciting. I was like, okay, I know I'm like going into a training environment that's going to be sick and is going to make me um, like push me and make me better. Um, so yeah, I think that that's been fun. I obviously I haven't played with. Um, all of them yet because they arrived while we were at camp, but I'm like so excited to get back and be able to um, play with them and, 
and learn from them. I think it's going to be like such a, such a fun season. So many different players that are coming in and out. Um, Sandra and I had the opportunity to speak with a teammate of yours, Alex Morgan. I got to ask her about some of her iconic goal celebrations. You've seen her tea sipping. She did the Ted Lasso recently. Um, so I have to ask you, what's your go-to goal scoring celebration? I don't think I have one. Oh okay. no, we got to work okay. on there, Rose. Is it just like the screaming your head off after a goal celebration? I think it's like I like um, smile, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I like smile and I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, some insider info, Alex didn't really know either. She was like, it just kind of comes to me. And she encouraged fans to tweet at her, give her some inspiration. So I'm going to ask you, what do you think Alex should do? Like any suggestions for her? It's so funny. I was just talking to uh, some of my teammates about goal celebrations. I said, someone should go to the corner flag and hold the corner flag and then hold the book and they do the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> That's, That's so a good. good one. That's so good. Love it. I'll I'll best, that best goal celebrations happen with collaboration. It, yeah. They really do. I love that. Rose Lavelle, OL Reign, and U.S. Women's National Team star, World Cup champion, partnering with Icy Hot and Girls Leading Girls. Rose, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's been fun talking to you guys.